I'm Nicole McCants, a psychologist turned business coach for psychotherapists. It was not long ago when I was in solo private practice, seeing way too many clients feeling overwhelmed and burnt out. In 2016, when I became pregnant with twins, I knew I had to scale to a group practice because I couldn't keep working that much. I was sick of hitting the ceiling in my income and knew that the only way to make more money and help more people was expanding my practice. In three short years, I was able to scale it to 55 therapists and multiple seven figures. Once I was able to reach that goal, I had to take it to my peers. I'm here to teach you how to scale your solo practice to a group or take your group practice to the next level. We didn't learn anything about business in graduate school, so I created the Business Savvy Therapist podcast, where I share easy to implement, business and marketing strategies so you can help more people, make more money, and have more freedom. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back and thanks for tuning in. Today we are talking about five ways to improve your money mindset. I want to check in on your mindset because truly, as we know, as therapists, if anybody knows this, we know this, mindset is everything. Mindset will have you be the most successful and mindset will stop you. So let's talk about the five ways to improve your money mindset and the things I noticed along the way as I grew very quickly in three years, as you know, to multiple seven figures, I learned quite a bit that I want to share with you. Number one, It's really important to know that it takes money to make money, but particularly it takes spending money to make money. Now, I want you to think about the biggest clinics in your city or town. I promise you, this is really important, that they have spent the most. So if we were to think of every single group practice in your city or town, the biggest ones, the most successful the ones that you know, like everyone kind of knows of, and that monopolize your community have spent the most. And if you think about it, every successful business who's the biggest, the Amazons, the Googles, they've probably invested the most into their business. This was really important for me. When I realized this, I was like, okay, wait a minute. So does that mean the more that I invest in my group practice, the faster I'll grow. And I'm going to walk you through what that exactly looks like because that is the answer. But here's the thing. Most people are really afraid to spend. Spending feels like a loss. And I'm using the word spend and not invest because I'm going to be talking about return on investment in a second as another principle. But I'm saying the word spend because I want it to trigger something in you. I want you to start thinking about When you think of spending, does it feel like a loss? Let's shift that mindset. I want you to see it as giving something to your business, feeding the business to help it grow and know that this is what the highly successful people do. Is it scary? Yes, it is. Does it work? Yes, it does. So knowing this for me, I was like, okay, so most people won't spend And if I can spend, I'm going to get the most phenomenal results. Now, here's the thing. I don't want you to spend on new furniture, definitely not if you're bricks and mortar. What I want you to spend 
and write this down if you can, if you're not driving, on revenue generating things like SEO, like online marketing, like Google ads, because you're investing, of course, strategically, you're spending strategically on growing your business. So you really want to shift your view of spending and really instead of a loss, I want you to start to see it as actually feeding this entity that is separate from you, which is your business, which will then feed you for the rest of your life. Some of you might be thinking, that's great, Nicole. Okay, that makes sense to me. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing this formula of success for me, to me that the biggest clinics are investing the most, but I actually don't, like, where's the money? How do I find the money to spend? So for me, because I ended up in an office with 24 rooms, it was 7,000 square feet. It was really, really big. We had to furnish, of course, every single room, including the waiting room. And I wanted it very beautiful. If you go to my website, you'll see a video of my office. I'm very, very proud of it. It was absolutely stunning and gorgeous and kind of like well-known in my city because I invested so much. But like you, I didn't have the money to invest. I was in solo practice. I was making good money, but I always, like you, hit a ceiling in my income because I was only making money when I worked and I didn't have a lot extra. So I was able to pull some, a little bit from savings that I did have. And for some of you that have that, that would be one option or to start saving now. You know, I know you're tired and I know a lot of you are burnt out and don't want to work more, but you just for a little while may need to still see the clients and save a little bit extra to build this group practice, to feed this group practice, which I'll get to more in a second. But I promise you, it's going to also feed you for the rest of your life. Just keep remembering that, right? That you're building this house that you like literally live in for the rest of your life. So for me, I was able to pull from savings. For some of you, you might want to start saving. Another option is a line of credit. I'm not telling you to go into debt. Please don't hear that. But sometimes it can, and obviously talk to your accountant, make sense to, depending on the interest rate, to pay a line of credit. Let's say you're paying 4% on it, but you're investing in something that the return on investment is bringing in way more than that then it might make sense. So look at your cash flow, speak to your accountant, but just know that if you do want rapid growth, particularly, you are going to have to invest in your business. Yes, you can grow with word of mouth, but you will not grow as fast. And I think that the reason I was able to build a group practice so quickly is because I really realized there's a formula to success and I took the plunge and I invested in my business specifically in ads, in Google ads, particularly, which really worked for me. I was all over Google and people were booking like crazy. Okay. Principle number one, how to improve your money mindset is knowing that it takes spending money to make that money. Number two, I want you to really understand the return on ad spend, really understand ROI, which, I mean, we have therapist brains, so probably you you don't understand it. <laughs> and so I'm going to walk you through it. I, of course, we didn't learn anything about business in graduate school, so I didn't really know much about return on investment and particularly return on ad spend. 
If you invest in Google ads or search engine optimization, and I teach you to invest in particularly online marketing. I love online marketing because it works when you're sleeping. It is exponential. The results are unbelievable and you can keep investing it, investing in it as it's working and you're going to be tracking, oh wow, this is really working. And then you're going to be investing in it more. I have really exciting news. I'm retiring as a psychologist in just a few weeks on June 2nd, 2023. And you are invited to my virtual retirement party. During the party, we can engage live. You can have your camera on. I cannot wait to see your face. We can chat. You can submit questions. Ask me anything. There'll be prizes. And at the end of the party, I'll be announcing a life-changing offer. I've never offered anything like this before. I'm so committed that you get the freedom that I was able to get. And I know that you can. Click the link in the show notes to register and I'll see you there. There is something called return on ad spend. And what that is, is that means, let's say you invest $1,000 into Google ads. On average, you make back about four times. That is 400%, not 4% you make back on average about four times, which is equivalent to 400%. Here's the thing. A lot of people, they'll invest a little bit in Google ads, but they won't invest much in Google ads. I teach you in my program how to track it to the T. So you want to know exactly what you're investing and exactly what you're getting back out of your business in terms of clients booking and new clients coming in and booking therapy weekly. There is a formula that you want to get used to, but return on investment is everything. You're going to put the money in, but the amount that you get back. So most people's mindset is this. I can't spend money because it's a loss. But when you think of return on ad spend, I want you to think of when I spend this money, I'm so excited for the amount that I'm actually going to get back. It's not a loss. It's actually a gain. If you do it strategically, do it with somebody who's done it successfully and track it. Tracking is absolutely everything. The same goes for hiring on Indeed. I see time and time again, a therapist wants to hire on Indeed and they post it for free and they get no one. I'm sure this has happened to you. I love Indeed. Actually, I found most of my people on here and Then I suggest, okay, well, why don't you sponsor it? I would suggest sponsoring the post $20 a day, which can get pricey because if you think about it, fast forward 10 days, that's 200 bucks, right? And they say, no, oh gosh, no, no, I can't, I can't spend the $100 and I'm not going to spend because they see it as a loss. But let's actually do the math because I want you to see it as a gain. If you spend that, 20 bucks a day for 10 days, and that is $200. Let's actually do the math. If you find that therapist quicker, and let's say your gross profit margin, and that is the amount that you keep after paying the therapist, okay, after paying them, you have, on average, I teach you to have about 70, at least $70 for each session. Your gross profit margin, even if that person comes in that new, just one, just one new client comes in four to five therapy sessions, that amount is paid off 
give or take, right? So it is absolutely worth it. And again, I want you to think about the gain and not the loss and know that this is like a winning mindset. The people that are highly successful, it's this shift in your mindset. What happens for those that don't boost a post because they do not want to spend, whether it's on LinkedIn or Indeed, is they don't hire. They they don't bring anybody in and those clients sit on the wait list for months. Three months go by and finally they're like, okay, now I'm going to hire. But what a loss. That's three months of revenue that if you boosted the post and spent that whatever amount, 20 bucks a day, you would have brought in five, $6,000 if you would have hired. So really, again, thinking about the gain and not the loss. In my third year in group practice, we hit just about $3 million in revenue. And this was just three years in. And I want to point something out because I'm paving the way for you. We had no website. Like When I started my group practice, we had zero. There was no brand. There was no group practice name, no location, no website. It did not exist. And in three years, almost hit, we hit 2.9, I think it was, almost hit 3 million. And I want you to know, guess how much I was spending on Google ads? About 15,000. Now that may have had you fall off your chair, but that brought in 3 million, right? Give her, obviously there was other things we were doing, which I teach you and will teach you in the podcast and absolutely teach you if we ever work together in my six month business coaching program. But I was always excited to give that $15,000 away. I mean, I was giving it to my business. I was feeding my business and it was absolutely feeding me back. That's number two, understand return on ad spend. Number three, understand the power of reinvesting. So once you start making money from your investment into something that is revenue generating, I'm asking you actually not to spend it. I know that's not fun. You're like wanting to enjoy your life and spend it. Not yet. I actually want you to reinvest it back into your group practice. This is really key because a lot of people, they're going to start making money and they're going to say, this is amazing. I'm going to go on a trip. I'm going to buy a cottage, like all these things. Don't feed yourself. I want you to visualize yourself and your group practice, your business, as two separate entities. Both of you need to be fed. In your first year of building a group practice, I actually recommend continuing to see clients. And you're probably thinking, are you serious, Nicole? The reason I'm following you is because I want more freedom and I want to work less because I'm tired. I'm overwhelmed. Maybe I'm burnt out. Exactly where I was in 2016 and 2018 when I finally made the plunge. But here's why. You know how much it takes, how many clients you need to see to live. I want you just to hold on to those for a little bit longer. Instead, do not feed yourself. Instead, feed your group practice. Because what happens once you learn to spend and to invest into your group practice and you're tracking the return on investment and that money that you're making, you're reinvesting, this beautiful thing happens. This snowball effect happens where it just grows and then you take that money and you reinvest it. Now I'm going to increase my ads. And then it grows and grows. And now you have this beautiful entity that is going to feed you for the rest of your life. It's going to take probably, for me, it took one year. I did not feed myself, kept reinvesting, kept reinvesting kept working, you know, but I knew the end in mind. And my end 
was that I wanted to keep this beautiful, big asset that I've created called a group practice that was going to feed me for the rest of my life. My goal was to keep it and just have it be my legacy, like have it just be, you know, be my legacy. That's super exciting. And then, as you know, I was offered by a psychiatrist. He wanted to buy it because it was an, it was an asset that was revenue generating, but also automated and providing quality care and making such a big impact. And it was one of those things where I was like, you know what, when is this ever going to happen in my life? He's going to provide such quality care to my therapist. I'm going to let it go. So know that you can also build something to one day sell if you want. I love this analogy. Think about this as building a house. I've never built a house. I'm not handy at all. But I can imagine as you're building a house, it is so much work putting down every brick, all the heavy lifting, all the hammering, (laughs) all the things that happen. It is a lot at the beginning. But then there's one day where this house is built. And yeah, you have to decorate it now and then, of course, like keep it clean and take care of it. Yes. But you have this house that is yours for the rest of your life that is going to increase your earning capacity for the rest of your life. So hang in there. That is principle number three, understanding the power of reinvesting. Principle number four, hang out with people who are ahead of you. And what I mean is I found a group coaching, like a business coaching group. It wasn't therapists, which is why I created one because there was none really out there. But I want you to find people who are ahead of you and they're going to help you shift your mindset because probably they're thinking slightly different than you. And by immersing yourself week after week in their world, in talking to them and seeing their results, for me at least, they paved the way for me. They gave me permission to take the big risks. I would see them take a risk and then I would see their life change again and again. And the truth is, these are not conversations that I was having with my friends, growth conversations, goal setting conversations, like just bigger, higher level, exciting conversations, like about dreams and so on. And I needed a community where I could go and focus on expansion of myself, my mindset, and my life, and even the ripple effect, my kids' lives, for example. Find a community of people who are ahead of you and immerse yourself in it. There is absolutely no way, no way at all that I would have hit my first million if I didn't join group coaching. Zero chance. Because number one, I didn't even have a goal. Probably like you, my biggest goal was I just want more clients, busier. If you were to ask me, Nicole, what's your goal? I'd say to get busier. (laughs) That was it. And by having this group coaching, I was able to say, oh, wait, okay, I need to set a goal. I need to hold myself accountable. I'm going to replicate what these people are doing and get similar results. If you don't know where to start, I do have an absolutely free community. Go to the show notes and you'll see my Facebook community there. If you're not a Facebook person, I'm also on Instagram. Find me, method. And there's a massive, even bigger community there where I give you so many free resources. Let me be your business bestie. Do not do this alone, okay? That's principle number four. Hang out with people who are ahead of you. Last one, principle number five, embrace self-promotion. Oh yes, I said it. 
embrace self-promotion. How does that feel in your skin? Is it crawling? Know this. You may not have the personality, like you might be more of an introvert, and that is perfectly fine. It is a mindset shift. You were offering something that changes lives. We know this. I know in your therapy sessions, you've seen transformation again and again. By holding it to yourself, that is a disservice to other human beings who need to hear your service. So when you are reaching out to family doctors, which I teach you, or other professionals, who are where you want to be. So my American friends, if you want more self-pay clients, reach out to those other self-pay professionals and tell them about you because their self-pay clients might need somebody who wants a service that they don't offer. And all of a sudden, they're giving you all of their child clients. What stops a lot of people though from picking up the phone and booking lunch dates or calling family doctors, and, and I'll have a future episode on exactly what to say, when you do these things, is they think, oh no, I can't do that. That's selling myself. That feels icky. The mind shift is when I pick up the phone to call a family doctor, I tell myself, I'm about to help you. I know you're struggling and looking for someone who does trauma with families, and I'm going to offer you a service that is going to reduce stress in your family doctor practice because now you know where to send them. They want to hear from you. You are solving a problem that they have, which is they need more resources for their patients. Walk around and mind shift yourself, therapize yourself, and know I have something that changes lives. If I hold it to myself and keep myself small, I'm doing a disservice to all of the people that I could be helping. Those are the five principles shifting your mindset, improving your money mindset. I also have a book for you. This book, I was so lucky to read early on in my life. I think it was early 20s. I will put this in the show notes as well, but it's called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Go to the show notes, click the link and buy it. It's really good. It's all about shifting the beliefs around childhood because as we know, it all starts there and just really giving yourself permission to make money. Like It doesn't mean that you're greedy. I personally think that the more money that I bring in, the more that I can give and like change the lives of my children. Truly, like the fact that they're in private school, if I didn't have a group practice, my kids wouldn't be in private school. If my kids wouldn't be in private school, Lucas wouldn't be getting the help that he needs. Do you know what I mean? Like The money that you bring in isn't greedy. It actually provides help to your family if they need it like a legacy for your future and really has you have a much bigger impact on this planet. And we both know that's truly why you're here. I hope that was helpful guys. And I can't wait to see you next week. See you then. Thank you for listening to the Business Savvy Therapist podcast. I hope this episode was helpful. I would be so grateful if you would share this with a peer or colleague that is wanting to help more people make more money and have more freedom. Make sure to subscribe so you do not miss any new episodes and please do leave me a review. It would mean the world to me. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you in the next one.